Hey. Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Sports Talk here in Epsom, and I am joined by my co-hosts of Jack Crawford. Say hello. Hello all. And Lee James Campbell. Oi oi. Dirty Liverpool fan. Um, first episode, how are we feeling? Alright, alright to be fair. I'm excited, I'm excited. We hope you all are as well, listening to this podcast. Obviously it's the first one, so give us some fucking leeway. Yes, so, you know, we don't want no hate, we don't want no hate, but if you were there again, any attention is good attention, so maybe, maybe. That's a good point, that's a good point. So this is share. a podcast where we're just going to debate, chat loads of fucking shit about football, dart, uh, darts, boxing, UFC, anything that we realistically want to bring up. Uh, in the future, once we have enough people join our community, uh, obviously we can start having polls, actual interactive chat. Little guest like next so. week as well. Little guest and next week. We're having guests come on as well. So hopefully... You never know. This could grow into something one day. But for now, we're right at the bottom, and we're gonna have to try and work our ways up, way up to the top. So, Earn the fame. <laughs> so let's start off with our first segment, and this is a segment that us boys have come up with that we call the greatest ever manager tournament. So this tournament is being comprised of managers that, realistically, in real life, most of them are fucking useless. But a little backstory here, a little backstory is Kieran thought of this idea of basically all the worst managers. Yeah, so we chucked them all in a spin the the wheel. And the memes. Yeah, and the memes, the meme value as well. Spin the wheel, (laughs) delegated managers to us three, and each week we're going to battle them out. So we do one match each week, and it's, there's pretty sure, 16 different managers, which means we have done the maths, spreads over 36 delightful weeks of this podcast, boys. Yeah. 36 weeks, you have to hear us chat absolute nonsense about these pathetic managers. Wow. And today's... (laughs) And today's... We've got a a strong lineup today. Yo, 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 hold up, hold up a minute. Can can we just take a moment of appreciation to, um, I've just seen on Google... Eddie Howe is trending. Oh. Ooh. Eddie Howe? Yeah, Eddie I've just Howe. seen him trending. I've, Eddie I've done Howe. He, he might be linked to um, a little bit of Celtic. Yeah, that's been in room with me for ages, mate. So. Yeah, I know. I, I, I hope not. I'm so sad that Neil Lennon's got sacked. I <laughs> like, no, my boys, my babies, Rangers. And what you Celtic doing so shit was so fun. They're doing really well. <laughs> and that's it! Don't talk about Scottish football! Kilmarnock! Kilmarnock! Um, yeah. Just doing really well at the moment. Just fighting for relegation. Nothing too bad. Just got the worst yeah. league. Yeah, we're actually doing dreadful at the moment. But... <laughs> and then, here we go. Rangers. Rangers, Stevie G. Still on... Undefeated hey, that's still. That's the only part I Come on. that Steven Gerrard's in charge of. Come on. Because of being a United fan. And it's like... Oh. You don't want anything to do. 
do we? No. We, we've uh, literally Rangers have made Steven Gerrard's career, and I've I've had to back him for the past. Things you'd love to see. Yeah. But right, back onto topic. The greatest manager ever tournament today. We have a very strong first matchup. The matchup is Tony Pulis, represented by LJ, and Steve Bruce, represented by me, and Jack. After our arguments have been presented, there may be a little debate here and next. Why not? Let's drive this fucking thing That's out. That's the fucking point. Um, Jack will decide the winner, and then next week yes. we'll move on to the second bracket. We're not going to tell you yet because we want that intrigue to be settling in your mind so that you come back. Mm. So, Jack, who do you want to start off the debate? So, let's get things real here, Chiefs, right? So, uh, as Kira said before, um, it's me doing the judging this time, but when it's uh, when we have guests on, they'll be the ones judging us. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not just going to be us free judging like, and have one sit out or whatever. Um, but the first person I want to hear is... Let's start off with you, Mr. Epstein. Oh, oh. I'm excited for this because it... For the last like, hour, hour or so... It's last hour or so, I've had messages from Epstein going, oh... Coming in with all the smoke, Steve Bruce. Yes. Well, I've got about like five points. Oh well, mine's longer. (laughs) So Steve Bruce, my sexy owl-looking man, is you know six foot tall, so he gets all the ladies just for being six foot, and he's sixty years old, which means you know he's got that he's got that old cock. He's got that old cock. And obviously, you know, he started his career with Sheffield United in championship because obviously Steve Bruce, he's a master of the championship. And even in his first season, he got a team to eighth place with winning 18 games, drawing 13 and losing 15 and getting 67 points in the league. He got to a fifth round in the FA Cup, losing to Arsenal in a very controversial game. And they had to replay it. They lost, yes. But my, my man, Steve Bruce, wanted to improve the team, but he only didn't. And he res- he resigned due to lack of funds because my man knew he was better than that. He moved on to Huddersfield Town in 1999-2000 season, which, of course, you know, still in the championship. Finished eighth again. So my, my guy, Steve Bruce, very consistent. But, very you know, consistent. He, he was two points away from the playoffs. He lost in the third round of the FA Cup to Liverpool. But, you know, Liverpool were a good team back then. Fourth round, he lost in the league. Whoa, Cup, back then. In, yeah. the, in the fourth round, he lost in the League Cup, beating Chelsea. He beat Chelsea in the third, third round with Huddersfield Town. Like, you know. But he, he did lose to Wimbledon after extra time. But, you know. Uh, Huddersfield were top of the table by Christmas. But, you know, injuries brought a bad run of form. And the owners fucking decided to sell their leading goal scorer for £2.75 million to Ipswich. And he ended up scoring a winning goal against them later in the season. They oh, found two I'm games left. That they could have made the playoffs if they won two of their last games. They lost them both two and three nil because their players were poor. And after a poor start to the A1 season, Steve Bruce was unruffully sacked due to only gaining six points from 11 matches. Like, that's almost half. Come on. After this, Steve Bruce was accused of wasting three million and having an ego. So he took a well deserved break from that cretin of a club. So, you know, he decided to join Wigan. He joined Wigan in April in 2001 and took them to the second division playoffs. 
but lost in the semi-final. And he decided he was better than that. So he left to take over Crystal Palace after four months in the job. He, you know, he, started, he started strong at Palace, had them top of the table of the first division, and in a good position back in the Prem. He then left three months in the season to join Birmingham because he realised yet again that he was better than managing Palace. You know, my guy is ruthless. He knows what's best for his career. He went to Birmingham, got him back in the Prem, beating Norwich in the playoff final on penalties in 2001-02. So my guy is cold in the veins. He don't feel no pressure. And after 2002-03 after feet season, they finished 13th in a successful first Premier League campaign. In 2003-04 season, they finished 10th. He signed a, new, a five-year contract. But it was reported that Newcastle had Steve Bruce as their main target after their guy got sacked. But because he's a loyal Donny, Steve Bruce stayed. After the 2004-05 season, Birmingham had another mid-table finish. After high expectations of the last season, uh, they finished 12th. But, you know, they stayed up. They're being consistent. They're being mid-table. 2005-06 season. After the second, uh, after the second of the legend that is... <laughs> Graham Souness in February. Graham. Newcastle. It's Graham Souness. What a not bad. What a knob. Newcastle again started harassing the poor guy that is Steve Bruce, <sighs> who had to reject <sighs> them again because he wanted to focus on Birmingham, but ended up with the unfortunate relegation at the end of the season. Players were weak. In the 2006-07 season, back into the championship, which we all know is Steve Bruce's bread and butter when he had, and he confidently had them promoted in the second place. This happened with a poor start to the season as well, and Bruce admitting he was fearful about his job after a poor run of form. But still, under that pressure, the legend managed to reach their target of promotion. In the 2007-08 season, after contract negotiations, Steve Bruce was unhappy and had talks with Wigan, who paid a world record fee of three million to get Steve Bruce out of his contract because they knew just how much of a god he was. He then led Wigan to a safe and secure 14th place, and Wigan knew they had to, they had to worship the god that is Steve Bruce. In the 2008-09 season, Steve Bruce oh, had, bro, a successful, <laughs> had a successful season with Wigan and led them to an 11th place finish, even with a big injury to their main midfielder in January. But yet again, Newcastle getting on poor Steve Bruce's saggy back. And they wanted that dick in their bums. But yet again, Steve Bruce refused as he thought the Wigan's owner's mouth still felt very good. In the 2009-10 season, Steve Bruce and Wigan owners decided to have a mutual split after a great time together and decided to get rid of Newcastle once and for all and become the manager of Sunderland in the 2009-10 season. He led them to a safe 13th place and the Sunderland owners knew they were very privileged to have that god that was Steve Bruce. In the 2010-11 season, in the 18 months Steve Bruce had been manager, he got rid of Deadwood and brought in some good wood by signing 13 players and selling 15. Steve Bruce was wrongly sacked, though, in the, on the 30th of November in 16th place after saying he was a Newcastle fan in a press conference. God, Sunderland fans are easily annoyed with soft bastards. 2012-13, after a well-deserved two-year break, Steve Bruce went back to his humble roots championship. 
and took over Hull City. Yet again, after one season, Steve Bruce led Hull to the Premier League, getting second place on the deadline day to decider. He even admitted in the press conference that he was so nervous he couldn't get hard for a week. The Sounds like Mr. Wow. Sounds like a really wow to me. <laughs> in the 2013-14 wow. season, back in the Prem, where the gods This really tickles my pickle. He took hold to, to a 16th. Uh, he took hold to 16th in a successful season with a record 37 points in the league for Hull. As well as this, he also reached the FA Cup final and went 2-0 up in the first 10 minutes against Arsenal. But unlike Steve Bruce's slong, the players were soft and brittle and conceded goals later in the first half, second half, and extra time losing the tie. It's actually well in 15. Hull had a poor start to the season. Dreadful. But Hull, knowing how lucky they are to have Big Steve, gave him a three-year contract extension. But a poor run of form left them near the bottom of the table, leaving them needing to beat the best club, Man United, on the final day. Steve Bruce, bleeding red, knew he couldn't beat his love of Man United and only decided to draw nil-nil. And it unfortunately wasn't good enough to stay up that year. So in the 2015-16 season, Steve Bruce found himself back in the Championship. Now, and it's a piece of piss, and it would only be one year of his life. Even during the season, he got the recognition he deserved with a Manager of the Month award in January, and did indeed get hold back in the Prem. But knowing what his team is like, and the owner's transfer activity being low, he resigned because he knew he deserved better. He finished fourth and won the playoffs that year. In the 2016-17 season, after a short break, Steve Bruce knew that football needed him back. And he went to the basics, the championship, with Aston Villa in October. Unfortunately, because of, of the shit manager before him, he could only achieve a 13th place finish. But everyone knew, with Steve Bruce at the wheel, it was a guarantee that Aston Villa would get promoted the season after. 2017-18 season, and all the punters would have been right, because Steve Bruce knew he got Aston Villa to the playoffs after getting uh, into the playoffs. And if you ask Villa fans, they could even see Steve's cock wink at them after the game because he was so confident he was going to win that playoffs. But yet again, the players let him down and let Fulham win like a bunch of cocks. Steve Bruce has had enough, but still ploughed through with Villa, knowing it wasn't his fault. The players decided to carry on their poor form, and after bottling a 2-0 lead against Preston and drawing 3 all, the Aston Villa fans had the audacity to throw a cabbage at Steve Bruce. Damn right. Damn bloody right. That's elite. Why don't we do that nowadays? The owners claimed the next day the owners claimed he was sacked, but I bet they couldn't handle the wrath of Steve Bruce and he resigned. 2019, after the audacity of Aston Villa, Steve Bruce took a small break and had two operations. The Sheffield Wednesday came knocking at his door. They knew they needed the legend that was Steve Bruce. That he took his time taking the job because of his operations. Yet the media still criticised Jow looking man, which is kind of ironic now, really. He stayed with them until the end of that championship season before seeing cleaner pastures and resigning from them to manage Newcastle. The year that everyone, 2019 2020 season, the year that everyone knows and everyone remembers. Steve Bruce had got some big money signings like Joe Linton, and he was clearly a success scoring two goals that season. And Steve Bruce had taken them to a 13th place finish. Newcastle, after all the harassment, 
finally got the dick they needed, and he was clearly a huge success. Yet the Newcastle fans were too dumb to see this. They've got a world-class manager in Steve Bruce, and after getting rid of that baggage that is Rafa Benitez, did better than him, and yet they're still ungrateful bastards. Newcastle fans, man. They want the money. But, you know, this career of Steve Bruce is clearly a representation of why he's better than Tony Pulis. You done now? I am. Well, mate, I thought I'm going to fall asleep, I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Words for that. that was an argument. a very sexually frustrated male talking about another handsome did, man in Steve Bruce. You did, Bruce. Like, you so did like Steve Bruce's cock a bit too much. In my now, opinion. If you want to go I mean, fiddle with yourself, be my guest. But let's move <laughs> on. To Tony Pulis with Lee James. Oh, I do have all the results of all of his games from the uh, 1998. Please, no. Right, cool. Moving on. Moving on. That's <laughs> um, enough. <laughs> first of all, there. I just want you to take a moment and listen to this laugh. If you can hear it, let me know. Yeah, loading. This is Tony Pulis. What is that? <laughs> what That's the Tony hell Pulis. is that? That was just Tony Pulis's laugh. That's my that first point. That sounds like a burnt out toaster. <laughs> that is my first point. That was my first point. Very convincing, <laughs> I know. Second of all, yeah, second point. Point number two. For all of you um, listeners out there and uh, you two, please go on to Google and type up Debbie Pulis. All right. This must be his dad or something. Debbie Pulis sounds like a man. <laughs> this is his, this is his wife. A, love, <laughs> a lovely old woman. Lovely old woman. Debbie Pulis. She is very fit. She is very fit. Debbie Pulisich. Pulisich. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I looking at this female? A uh, lovely old woman. Wood smash. 10 out of 10. Alright, moving oh, on. 100%. Moving on, all right. So basically, <sighs> Tony Pulis, a man of few words, but an amazing laugh, as we all heard. <laughs> he um he managed, at some point in his short career, that is still ongoing to this day. The one and only, Crouchy. Oh, exactly, exactly. Big Ooh. dub. Big dub. Alright. With his um longest run at, um of being a manager for one season, with his longest run of games, his uh, fifty six games managed in the uh, twenty eleven to twenty twelve season with Stoke City. Where he contested in the Premier League, League Cup, FA Cup and Europa League, meaning the season before he finished quite high. Which is a uh, look into Steve Bruce's European career. Anyway, like I was saying, his um his average points total, yeah, points per game throughout the season does not go any higher than one point five eight. But 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 yeah, it's a the league is a marathon, not a sprint. We all know this. Yeah. Yeah. Current, well, I say current club. The last club he was at was uh, Sheffield Wednesday, where he lasted ah. 10 games before getting the sack. Ah, mm. Steve Bruce lasted with, uh, It's not about lasting long. 
it's about enjoying your time there. And that, <laughs> when I looked through the highlights, I enjoyed every second. All right, so basically, his career win percentage was 34.57, which is massive. Because if you think, if you have a pie, yeah, then you have 35% of a pie, basically. That is a big piece of pie. That is a big piece of pie. Yeah, he's 62. You know, give it seven more years. 69. Where hey, big dub. He's Welsh. He's Welsh as well. So, I mean, we'll leave it at that. Take as you will. Well, that's already a loss then, if he's Welsh. Well, you, you, you say that. You say, you say that, but this is where this is where it gets interesting. This is where Alrighty, it gets let's interesting. It. His first ever season was Stoke. Yeah, he won twelve games, drew nine, lost seventeen, which is a which was quite. Respectable for a first yeah. ever attempt with Stoke, so that is respectable. Wow! Do you know what else is yeah. respectable? His um, this season stats for Tony Pulis. We, well, his ten games that I thoroughly enjoyed watching, but <laughs> obviously, it lasted ten games. It wasn't that well. It was brilliant. <laughs> pickle. It really turned me on. Your pickle. Seven. Oh, what you want to zero, zero point seven points per game. Ten percent win percentage. 0.6 goals scored per match. 1.2 goals conceded per match. If you round each of these up, that's one point per game. Still 10%. One goal per game and one goal conceded. If you do the rounding, which is fairly neutral. And lastly, I would just like you to uh, type up Tony Pulis shirtless. And have a look oh at that. My Lord. All you good. And that is my final <laughs> point. That is my final point. I want all the view- listeners and all that as well. Go and have a look. Go I and bless got, your eyes. Bless your eyes. Saying, I do have all of Steve Bruce's managerial statistics from yeah, his managerial we don't care. career. We do not care. Oh, my he also God. had a short. No, Tony Pulis also had a short spell in Hong Kong with Happy Valley. And as you see, he's a happy man with no top <laughs> So. My guy, in his season with Crystal Palace, done. he had a 61% oh, winning percentage. Kieran, shut up. We're done. We're done. <laughs> done. My guy has managed almost 1,000 games. Okay. He's got a plus Kieran. winning record. Okay. When? For this when? reason. When? when? No, Kieran, when? 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 Overall. Overall. No, when did I ask? When did I ask? Be quiet. Shh. 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 So. The deciding factor is me. It is. So hearing both your bullshit, I've really enjoyed listening to both of that shit. But most of all, I loved hearing Kieran's sexually aroused body towards Mr. Bruce. But looking at Tony Pulis shirtless, was an incredible experience, and Debbie Pulis is just stunning. Look her a up; specimen. she's probably got she's Tinder. A specimen, probably got probably on the OnlyFans. Probably on the OnlyFans. But as we all know, there always is a bit of competitiveness in a debate. 
And for that reason, for episode one, it's a draw. Well, you can't have a draw because someone has to go through. <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm 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 joking. Kieran? I fell asleep twice. LJ? I just looked at a naked man. <laughs> exactly. What more do you want? What more do you want? That's what I'm saying. What more do you want? Could you imagine the two people that I told you to look at, yeah? Having a go at it. Thanks, yes. Yeah. Stunning. Kieran's knowledge of Steve Bruce was brilliant, but boring. LJ, your knowledge of Pulis was good, but small. And I, again, looked at a half-naked bloke on the internet for no reason. <laughs> again, like I'm saying, what more do you want? I, I don't know what more you want from me. So I'm actually thinking about this now. It's a hard decision, but who will get the three points today? Who will start off the league? Who are you eliminating? What manager are you eliminating? The manager I will be eliminating is... Steve Bruce. Simon, God, oh, come on, Kieran. Sorry. Your knowledge was Fine there, thing. mate. Your knowledge was there, but you kept going at it, mate. You just needed to cut down a little bit more, but maybe get a picture of Steve Bruce on the wall behind you. Maybe uh, get us to type up Steve Bruce's dad or something like that, mate. <laughs> Interactivity with the person sitting out, mate. Kieran, the knowledge of the viewers. Honestly, the knowledge was really impressive. But Lee James is just he cut down, got to the point, and we I saw a half naked bloke on the internet. So and Debbie. So actually what do you think about that? What do you think about Lee James beating you on the first day? I'm not happy. I'm not happy. (laughs) You're not happy. (laughs) You're not happy, funny. Spent two hours of my morning researching the man that is Steve. Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like a you problem. I spent all of five seconds doing all this. Dub. Absolute dub. And will I continue to shit house my way through this? Yes, I will. And will it work? We will find out. (laughs) Oh, great stuff, great stuff, great stuff. Oh, Absolute anyway. unit. Limbs everywhere. Limbs round the Campbell household. That's what I'm saying. Limbs. Anyway, moving on. Now uh, I thought I'd bring a little segment. Kieran brought this segment. I'd bring a little segment. And uh, I haven't thought of a title for this yet. But I'm going to read out part of a media story I found. And uh, you've got to basically finish it. And uh, whoever gets it right gets a point. And then we'll get a winner for this week and so on. All right. You two ready? Yes. All right. Joe Cole accidentally calls Barcelona's Academy what live on camera? What? What does Joe Cole yeah. accidentally call Barcelona's Academy live on camera? <laughs> Hmm. A bin. 
Jack, your guess? Um, I ain't got a clue. Yeah, I was literally just like dreadful or something like that. <laughs> no. Alright. So that's no point. Would you like to know what it is? Yes. Yes. Joe Cole accidentally called the Barcelona's Academy the Masala. Live what? on camera. Like in like in the curry. The Masala. I'm sorry, how was me and Epson gonna, <laughs> gonna like, figure well, out? Like I said, sounds like a you problem. Anyway, so Jesus this week, <laughs> where's he pulled that out with his ass from? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, John Terry time. John Terry showed who around his house in a high vis jacket with his squad number for his house development. My my guy pulls a lot of women. Yeah, a lot of men's wives. Oh, wait. Is that your answer? Hmm. Yeah, I reckon it's someone's wife. Jack? Wayne, Wayne Bridges' wife or something like that? Like, just, just casual fans. Which is oh. quite calm. Like, taking yeah, fans around. Which is like, it's quite, it's quite a nice thing to do. <laughs> I was going to say Keith Lemon, because I thought it would be <laughs> through the keyhole or something like that. <laughs> oh, that would be oh, a leap. That's a, that's a fair idea, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. That would be a leap. All right. Next one. Alright. Kid says he doesn't want to be a professional footballer as he's scared of who? Diego Costa. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. Eden Hazard. He Wrong. Kicked the shit out of that ball boy. <laughs> ball boy. <Kid. laughs> he did, to be fair. Kid says he doesn't want to be a professional footballer as he's scared of Sergio Ramos. Oh. Which yeah, is understandable. to be fair, that's another banger. That is understandable. <laughs> the video of fucking Ramos kicking the crap out of someone's heels and then he just <laughs> runs off going, come on, so keep the football going on. <laughs> now, this, this next story really hurt me. Yeah. Really, really hurt me. It's going to be what we're say anyway. What did an Everton fan do this week that went viral? Oh, TikTok, wasn't it? Yeah, but I need, I need more. I need more. It was a song. It was some song. I ain't listened to it. I've seen it around. It was some Wasn't song it? with dancing in it. Yeah, it was about like the 2-0 win against Liverpool, yeah, weren't it? <laughs> oh. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, Unfortunately. Um, no, fortunately. <laughs> see you on there, yes. buddy. Anyway. Um, great result. She changed the song, We Will Rock You, to We Will Trash You. And um, it was not a pet. I'm not even like we're not even getting to this. It's a sore subject. <laughs> Frank's got to right. be better defending his man. <laughs> Someone needs to be a better goal scorer, I think. All right. Jordan Sancho's half. Jordan. J- Jaden, mate. J- Jaden, sharp. Oh, he on... said Jordan. I was like, what? Jordan Pickford. You know that keeper for Everton. I'm gonna yeah. cry. Uh, <laughs> Jaden Sancho's. Half what and half what accent is blowing everyone's minds at the minute? All over Twitter. It's from London, so it's got to be like London. It's not going to be German, surely. But the other half ain't German. Yeah. It could be. I mean, not. It's like the other only other place he's been. Pretty sure. Yeah. It's got to be London, German. I'm gonna go say yeah. Pretty much like 
South England and Germany. Yeah, South London, yeah. They both answers? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it to you. It's half British, half German. Yeah. Oh, sweet, yeah. I mean, we 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 should we should have got extra points for half knuckling it down to it? south. Yeah, We've no. Fucking London, <laughs> mate. Oh yeah, he's half he's half Scottish and half. Half Scottish. <laughs> the scenes. All right, all right, I've only got a few more of these, but I mean, it's getting long. All right, Pep Guardiola tells a reporter what. That's all I'm saying. What does he say to a reporter in a press conference? His mum's dead. Is that your did answer? He, no, did he actually do that? <laughs> Is that your answer? No, his mum's dead. I need answers. I'm going with, yeah. yeah. I'm going with his mum's um, The referees are shite or something like that, where he moans at all of them. He's like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, no. But... <laughs> no. Kieran was oh, close. He, he tells He tells his reporter, like the reporter, his moustache is sexy. Is his mum <laughs> dead? <laughs> it's close. I'm telling you, it's close. it's close. Really close, mate. May as well be right next to each other. Fucking hell. Right. <laughs> Alright, the last one. Last one. There. Doug invades pitch in Swiss Super League game, but who comes oh. to collect it? Who comes to collect it? No, the, I swear the goalkeeper picks it up. And, no, that's a chicken, I think. In some Brazilian league or something, <laughs> <laughs> picks up someone's man. Um, I swear it's like a fucking. I swear it's um. It's he. It's not the nah. It ain't the manager. It ain't one of the managers. I, I swear it's one of the players. Pontus Janssen. Pontus Janssen, the <laughs> Swedish guy. <laughs> oh, what you are, um, lads? I'm gonna I'm say. I'm Pontus gonna say. Pontus Janssen. I'm gonna say. Uh, and summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, this time, no one's close. It was the president. Oh, what? The Swiss president, yeah. Fair play to him. So you're telling me some Donald Trump dons walked onto the pitch and just gone, hey, get a dog off yeah. me. <laughs> oh, no, it was the... Fucking Zero... Europe. All right, excuse... All right. <laughs> excuse this, but this is probably definitely not it, but... Zurich president? I don't know. Yeah, well, Zurich president, that's the capital of Switzerland, mate. Bro, I don't do countries. <laughs> right, anyway, yes, that's me. That's my segment done, lads. That's my segment done. All uh, right, awesome. I'll return next week with more. Oh, okay. Brilliant. Um, so I'm going to talk about um, something that's happened pretty much, I think it was yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? I think it was yesterday, wasn't it? Um, and uh, yeah, six hours ago, um, I'm going to be talking about the um car crash, uh, sadly, of Tiger Woods, the golfing great. Um, and I just wanted to see you guys what you thought of the crash. Have you seen photos of it? Yeah, a bit mad, yeah, it's absolutely insane. So, they've all said that he's awake and responsive, which is really good. Um, and he suffered it in Los Angeles on Tuesday. Um, bear in mind, this guy's a 15 time golf major champion. And, and his rise and fall is yeah, incredible. He's ridiculous, and he's and he's forty five, so he's not actually that old either. Um, and he was he was got out by the paramedics and the firefighters. Um, he uh, suffered open fractures affecting the tibia and the fibula bones, which are really main bones in the thigh and legs. 
whatever, uh, in his right leg. He was stabilised, inserting a rod into his tibia. So if that wasn't there, he probably could have died from the injuries very easily. Um, he had injuries to his foot and ankle, um, which have been stabilised with screws and pins. So that means he uh, smashed them. He probably broke them. Um, he's not able to stand at the moment, and he'll probably have to be, he'll be on either crutches or be supported with a back brace or something for a while, um, meaning he'll be out of goal for a very long time. Um, they said that he's fortunate to be alive, and if you've seen the car crash, um, you'll be like, how the hell has he survived that? Like, honestly, I've seen car crashes that aren't that bad with people dying, and I'm like, I'm, I honestly, I'm so surprised that he's still alive. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know how it's happened. I don't know what he's done. I'm sorry, he's gone off over the curb. Some speed. Yeah, so he rolled down. It looks as in he rolled down a little like slant, more like a little hill. Yeah, he's gone gone from the top in he, or he's gone along the road at the bottom and gone up the curb, and it's like at some force and some speed and like flipped in midair. I think he hit hit a sign, didn't he? He Yeah. Um, so they said that Woods Metal. car crossed the centre divider to the point that it rested several hundred feet away and that it indicates where it was going a relatively greater speed than normal, which means it was probably speeding. Um, yeah. However, but, but because it's downhill here, it says like slopes and curbs. Uh, the area is high frequency anywhere, of accident. Yeah, I think he's crashed a couple of times, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah but it's mainly yeah, under the influence. Yeah. That uh, Hugo Loris. Makes it um, uh, and rolled over several times. So think of that. You're on first impact. You're fucking. You're fucked. And then you several the hood rolls. The yeah, the hood's ridiculous. It's pulled up. It's it's, it's gone. The fucking smoshed, front lad. has gone. Smoshed. Um, he's recovering. He's probably done. He's yeah, recovering. Probably. Yeah, uh, that was. So he's um, had five uh, back surgeries. Yeah, and they said is. now it that's happened that they can't bring anything back so imagine all that work imagine obviously in america imagine all that money yeah that is paid for all them surgeries and then it's all gone and it's non-useful it's just like you basically getting braces for like a couple of years having fillers and stuff like that and then get all your teeth smashed in like think of all the progress like it's ridiculous um, also, it's a lot of money in America. Yeah, I mean, obviously go. you can pay for it because you're like rich, minted with all these like sponsors and shit. But still mad. So it was in 2009 he had that car crash. Um, it w- eventually led to admissions of infidelity, shit, and the breakdown of his marriage. I remember that. Yeah. He then took a break because he that de- yeah he then took that break that was originally just going to be. Uh, shortly, but it was a bit longer than they anticipated, and he missed out on a couple of um, tournaments. Yeah, he was doing and, drugs and shit, weren't they? So. Yeah, he was drinking and stuff. So here I've got uh, from BBC News, I've got a very serious situation for his career, as we were talking about earlier. This shows. Imagine being forty-five, winning that, and you want it. You've got a, you've got like a goal you want to reach. And you're coming well, towards the end of your it. career or whatever. He he has reached the goal. He's just playing for fun, doing the stuff he loves. So he's sort of taking yeah, away that's the like, thing. Say, it's like football for us. Like that would be awful. Like that Ryan Mason injury, where he could yeah. never play football again. Mm. 
and he really enjoyed doing it. It's like Petr Cech, like with his uh, cap. Helmet. Like, yeah. He has to wear like his helmet everywhere because how soft his fucking skull is. Like people, people think sports just like, just like, oh, it's entertainment. Oh, they get paid too much. But people lose lives. People like people have life lasting injuries that are ridiculous. Like, people, I don't think you're going to have someone. If people think it's soft, please go watch some UFC. Yeah. Go <laughs> watch some boxing. Go watch some NFL. And you might go, oh, they've all got pads on. Look how hard they ran into each other. Yeah, exactly. See, I like, I love how, right, they're just like, oh, it's just getting softer, right? No, people are saving each other's lives. Like, are you sorry? All of you people claim to know Muhammad Ali, right, as the greatest boxer. Do you know how he got like he was? Because he got smashed in the back of his head so many times. And he had brain damage. And people are just like, he was a great boxer. Shame about his injuries. And then he dies. Like, I remember that. I'm sorry. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, people think that sport is just entertainment, but it honestly is. People put their it's, whole lives more, on the line to more. do this. Like, let go to so go to an office, right? Are you gonna see Christian Benteke coming in studs up to your head? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm working accountancy nice. firm. Here we That's go. Someone's just kicked in me in the That's head. An image that I want. Like, I'm oh, sorry. God. Yes, some sportsmen, maybe a lot of sportsmen, get paid a lot of money. But if you see how good they are at what they do, I think they deserve it. With a few exceptions. With a few, ex- few exceptions, yeah, Gareth Bale. Um, but not what a flop. What a flop. Honestly. This season. I tell you what, in the West Ham game, he came on and he was really good. He was our best player on the pitch. Last two mm. games, he's been good. But I honestly don't think he... I, I think he's just too old to catch form. You know what I mean? I don't know why. But we say that, but Cavani, Cavani's catch form. Yeah. Like, and mm. he's older than him. Like, you know what I mean? He's in better form than Firmino's been in two years. <laughs> I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. Do you know what? Uh, like, I, when I Dan personally... Jones has more goals at Anfield this year than Liverpool. Then, <laughs> then... <laughs> Honestly, I, we need to do something. I don't know if it's because of all the injuries or whatever, but he's, we can't keep blaming happened. that. We need, can't keep. No, but, I mean we can, we can because of how bad it is. Like we're playing our seventh choice centre back along. Yeah, like, but the board could the board because it got you someone that was actually yeah, good in the transfer that's, window. Yeah, that's, that's, not like, that's not Klopp's fault or anything. And then Klopp got you've got a long-lasting centre back, right? Oh. But you've got five long-lasting centre backs now. Yeah, they're all injured. You should have yeah, Man United steps with centre back. We've and then, got people and like, then our CDMs. Bill Jones. Bill Jones. Bill You know, we no. got mate. We need. I tell you. I tell you what. Every club, right? I tell you what. Every club. The centre backs. One club needs. If there was Don't no Shelby. No, Davinson yes. Sanchez. I hate that man. That man is. A shit. He is a shit. I hate him so much. He is so I'm bad. Passionate as him as I was about Andreas Pereira last year. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, right. Oh. I that man is dreadful. I, I'd take Fred's Phil becoming Jones a new Pereira him. though. Fred's literally becoming a new fucking Pereira. I'll take a shot from forty fucking yards out oh. and never get it on target. Why not? Why not? Oh. Limbs, limbs. Oh man. Roll the highlight reel. 
always rely on him. You can always rely on him to have that long shot that goes nowhere. What? Ah. Oh. Uh, LJ, what's Yo. happening with Jordan Henderson? Since Fabinho's dropped again. out of midfield, he's injured, he just... no, He's got injured. That's what I mean. Like... <laughs> he's injured. It's he's so out fun three, to watch. Three months. You miss, LJ, you miss. It's the biggest so miss is definitely for me, Fabinho and CDM. You need him yeah. in CDM. And he's he controls your midfield. He is your... Yeah. If, if, right... Uh, who's your captain? Well, who's Liverpool's yeah. captain? Hendo. 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 If Henderson Hendo... and Fabinho together, Henderson drives and Fabinho covers. That is the way we work. But because we've had to put them in centre-back because of our system, and then they've got injured again. Fabinho, so now we've Fabinho's got... top 10 player no in the there. Premier League. He's one of the top 10 players in the Premier League. Disgusting. Proves me I'm wrong. I say yeah, that, I hate Liverpool. Work. I hate Liverpool. As much as I want Fabinho... Everyone from Liverpool. Problem is, we're not playing that well. The only ones that have played well this season, like, I know everyone's going to go, oh, Trent hasn't played that well. He had a little blip for our five, six games after he came back from COVID. But apart from that, recently he's been playing really well. Salah, top goal scorer in the Prem, really well this season. Uh, Robertson, blinding this season. The rest of us... But the thing is, everyone forgets about yeah. players like top class that... that... That if they have a bad run of form, they're just, oh, shit season, they've been dross. They've been absolutely crap. It's the Timo Werner has been. He's been dross. Abamio, oh, yeah. he's been meh. He's been meh for who he is. He's been meh. Right. And then people just say, oh, Kane's been shit. I'm sorry. He's been How's Kane been Pembroke, shit? How's Cavani been shit coming in? Right. Because I've seen people slate in him. He's been like, oh, I'll waste. Bruno what shit. a waste. It's fine. Bruno Fernandez is shit. It's fine. Honestly, it's just like that. That's in like our people own fan lose base form. Well. People don't like Bruno in our own fan base. How? That's like saying LJ. That's Personally, like you going, "Oh, Salah's shite." That's like you saying yeah. Salah's shit. I I don't rate Bruno Fernandez as much as everyone does. That's fine. Bruno's yeah, I'm gonna get better. some hate. That's... I'm gonna get some hate. Rent this. free. I think he's overhyped, but that's my opinion. But the thing, is, the thing is, right, LJ, uh, have you fair, watched fair, all of his ap- appearances? Huh? Have, you watched, have you watched him play not, 90 minutes of football uh, for yeah, a couple of few. games for Man United? Yeah, so me, me and Epson and Cal, we've all watched like four games of Man United with him playing, like a lot of them. And you notice how... Difference when he's on the pitch, United play. Bruno's just up and down the pitch. He brings the energy. He runs, he runs everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. You know how you got Fabinho leading your midfield? Yeah. Bruno, that's, that's like, oh, Henderson's our engine, though. Yeah. Like Fernandez just creates the space. You look at other cams in the league, like De Bruyne and that. They're brilliant. Right, they are brilliant. And oh, yeah, then by the way, I'm not putting Fernandez over De Bruyne. There's no, I'm not stupid. No, 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 no cams going over De Bruyne. Exactly. I'm sorry. Even though he's not been great this season, but you know. yeah, some players of off seasons. Do you remember Harry Kane yeah. and Salah being called them one season wonders? Like <laughs> calling Harry Kane shit last year. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. I, just, I don't like Harry Kane, he's so overrated. Honestly, he is that that man, he creates Tottenham Hotspur, honestly. If if Tottenham got rid of Kane, like they'd be useless. I actually I think the year nominees at the moment, who do you think's in the running? 
Who would you have as player of the year? Dowski, no, Ronaldo. Oh, Prem. Um, all right, to be fair, I, I hate how lower teams aren't looked at a lot because I right. would fucking, I would put Sam Donson, the West Brom keeper up there. Fair. I'd put, uh, I'd put Alphonse Ariola up there. I'd put Carl Darlow up there. These little keepers have been incredible this year. And like My. the only ones that ever got noticed was like Jack Butland for Stoke. Yeah. But D- it's like Dean Henderson last year. Like I, that's how I see like Ariola and like um, Carl Darlow and that. That's right. how I see him. But generally, uh, yeah, generally, I'm got probably would have to say, um, Bruno Fernandez, easy, absolutely easy. I think Tom and Susek's got to be up there. Susek, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Suchek, got to be definitely. up there. He's been phenomenal. Um, Bruno centre back Ruben Diaz. Diaz Ruben has been Diaz really good. Has probably been out He's there been as well. Quality. Yeah. He's been quality. Um, we won't be seeing a VVD this year. Absolutely no. not. He's played like five games. Anthony, <laughs> um, uh, Anthony Martial's been phenomenal. Let me just point. Um, out, you know, <laughs> left left backs. I'm actually. I'd actually have have to say probably. Uh, it Luke Luke Shaw right for a start. Don't get me wrong. If Bruno Fernandez wasn't Man United's Player of the Year, I'd have Luke Shaw. He's right. up there. He is up there. I think he's been phenomenal all this season. I think he's he been was really poor good against Newcastle though. He was. He was. But I still feel. What I, I don't still like think... about Luke Shaw. What I don't like about Luke Shaw, right? So, if you go back a few paces before the game, right? Uh, not before yeah. the game, before the goal. Um. So, uh, Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw gets caught on the low back overlap. He, he goes for. A, he goes for a tackle. He goes for a tackle, and then um, guy he, he misses. The guy passes it, and Luke Shaw just jogs back, doesn't sprint yeah. to catch his man or anything, and that is what annoys me. See, I think Luke Shaw, he's a good runner when he wants to be. He's like, he, he's yeah. just like, he, he just sometimes he just figures out, oh, no point in wasting stamina here. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like something like that. But you've got to run after him. That's the only thing that's sort of like, that was one of the clips where I was like, hmm. I can understand exactly. why people aren't fans, but it's like, you know. But. um, To be fair, striker, right? I'd actually, I'd say Kane. Probably half a striker. Really. Yeah, I'd probably like. I think Bamford's been fine. I think Mikel Otonio's been good. Like, but you look Calvert at the Lewin. top strikers for us. Yeah, Calvert Lewin. Look at you. Look at Martian Cavani. Cavani's form's good, but he hasn't played enough games at all. No, no, exactly. Um, you look at Chelsea. I'd take Giroud over Werner at the moment. You see the goal he scored against Atletico Madrid. Holy no, moly. What a goal. Working. Really good goal. Um, I'd take yeah. Giroud. I'd take Giroud over Werner at the moment. Yeah. To be honest. I'm kind of glad um, we Liverpool, now. <laughs> Liverpool, I'd take Sorry, Salah. I'd That's alright, I'll go. Yeah, that I'd take Salah on the right wing. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, left wing. Now, this is controversial because... So, um, LJ... Yo, what's this? What's going on? We've said, all right, we've said for our team of the year at the moment, we've got Thomas Suchek, Bruno mm. Fernandes, Harry Kane. Um, this I said is Prem, a, by the way. This is just Prem. Yeah, this is Prem. I've said yeah. on the left, I've said there's a couple, Robertson, uh, Lucas Digne. 
and uh, sure. Luke Shaw. I think um, Robertson would be the only one out? that I would pick from Liverpool. Is there anyone that we're missing out? Salah. Back? Robertson and Salah no, are the I've only said, two people I'd put in. I've but... said Salah. I've said Salah. And I've from Liverpool. Um, I'm trying to think he's only left. Well, to be fair, you've got to put Cresswell in the conversation for yeah, left back. Yeah. He's got the thing is, the you've got. But then in the in the mid, you put in the conversation. Thomas Suchet. Grealish. Yeah, Grealish. Grealish yeah. In the conversation. No, but to be yeah, fair, do you put him in? Grealish is a left wing. Because oh, if we put if we put if we put Grealish in left wing, we can have that controversial. Who we're going to put left yeah. wing? So, oh, I'd even there. I'd even say Son uh, deserves to be in it Son, this season. Yeah. I'll be in there. <sighs> Um, uh, Kay- we said Kane as striker, Lee James. It has to be. Yeah, fair. Whatever left wing. Yeah. Are they? The right wings, uh, Salah. I said. I, I hate saying this because I, I don't want him there. But Sterling. Ster- left wings up. Uh, yeah. I hate wing. Sterling. I fucking I hate, hate him. Sterling. I hate him. Foden's but... been playing left wing, isn't he? Foden's Foden would get in there. Harvey Barnes. Oh, it's an equaliser. Harvey Barnes. Right back. Oh, we've completely disregarded, disregarded Vardy this year for striker. Yeah. Um, right backs. Uh, I'd... Trent's up there. Yeah, maybe it's Trent. Oh, Trent was there. Trent's up there, but he's been poor. Wampasaka started off really poorly, but it's been good now. Yeah. Rich James for me doesn't play enough, so we can't really put him in. Yeah, I love Rich um, James. I would probably put I would probably would have put Bazuma up there, but obviously he got injured, so it's just a bit of a Bazuma. tough one, isn't it? Oh yeah, the guy who fucking smashed right, Jamal mate. Lewis's no, face. No, Lamptey, and... that's it. Fucking Lamptey, that's what. Oh, Lamptey, yeah, Bazuma. Lamptey's sick. Lamptey, I was gonna say, Eve's Bazuma's a centre mid, mate. Um, Bazuma's, I swear, Bazuma's the yeah, most see, yeah, player in the yeah. Prem at the moment. Right backs, right backs, right backs. Cancelo, has he been good? Or... Oi, yo, Kufal's been, been sick. Kufal, yo, Kufal's yeah. sick. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even joking. Kufal's been sick. Um, no, no, let's just stick this, him in there then. Just, see, just, just to like, why not? I love. I think Samedo's got talent, but for Wolves, yeah. he just doesn't work. No, they um, need they need Doherty back, and we should. Yeah, Tottenham would, not. Doherty's Tottenham, not work. Tottenham. Tottenham, Tottenham, and Wolves should do a swap. We'd take Samedo. And then they have Doherty back. <laughs> and it would work so much better. Because Spurs need a defensive right back. Yeah. Right. Jack Muir. So, uh, yeah, we're just having a few technical delays here. So, um... Let's go centre backs, maybe. Um, if you have a centre, Everton centre backs definitely got a part up there with Yerry Nina and Michael King. They've been really good. I wouldn't put either of Man United's in there, to be honest with you. Ruben Diaz, we've already put in anyway. John Stones started too yeah. late, so can't really put him in. And you're back. Fine. Okay. Yeah, um, sorry about that, guys. So, all right, LJ's gone again. So, this has been an absolute shambles of the first podcast. Yeah, sorry about this, everybody. This has been a shambles. Um, I mean, what we're going to have to do is going to have, like, 
edit and cut out a load of bit of this. Yeah. And then, like, come back to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then we could do, like, yeah. We've been waffling it. <laughs> right. And we're probably going to have to... We're going to end it here now, guys. Right. For the okay, podcast this week. Yeah. Um, because Sorry, we're going to have to... Yeah, it, it's been our first one, so you have to bless it. But Next week, this you. is going to have to be a lot more organised. We yes. realise. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. But this is just starting for us as well. We're just new to it and all. So. Um, we're going to look back but... at this one day and we're just going to be like... <laughs> Exactly. But thank you to everyone who has watched today. If you guys uh, like, subscribe, share, follow. Follow the Instagram, Pint Sports Talk. Scotty Arfield's profile cover because we haven't got a proper label yet or badge. So Scotty Arfield's the player to look for. Let's go. I don't think we're on Twitter yet. No, we're not at the moment. I have to get on Twitter. Follow. Profi O2 on Twitch, C R W R Y. You know it. C R W Y. Yeah, whatever. O2. Follow him. Get him up. Let's try and get him up to 250 by the end of March. Let's go. Push it for that to 50. Right. But yeah, thank you, everybody. And we shall uh, LJ Census regards. <laughs> and we shall uh, uh, we'll speak see to you, you soon. See you in a bit. Post. <laughs> Peace. Oh.